Hello and welcome to Section 202, the Eagles' only sports culture podcast. I'm Leah and I am the sports culture analysis section editor. I'm Noah and I'm a sports writer. I'm Marco, I'm also a sports writer. And today we're going to be talking about the NBA trade deadline, which was yesterday, um, February 9, 2023. I think that was the craziest deadline we've ever seen. I, I think so too. The KD trade alone. Yeah. From Brooklyn to Phoenix, that carried the deadline. Where were you guys during the KD trade? Where well, I mean, I was asleep. It happened at like one thirty, didn't it? Or yeah. no, maybe maybe I wasn't asleep. I was actually like looking on Twitter for trade deadline stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Always around the trade deadline, I'm like ruining my sleep schedule, mm-hmm. camping for trade rumors. So I remember I, I woke up and saw the KD trade, and I, I was, like, freaking out. And then I scrolled through my notifications again, and the last thing I saw mm-hmm. before I went to bed was the Jakob Pertl going back to the Raptors. Yeah. And then I, I went and looked at the timestamps, and so the KD trade was, like, literally right as I closed my eyes. Oh, my sleep. gosh. I was actually – I was awake. Um, I was about to go to sleep because I was like, I'm going to go to sleep early tonight, and that did not happen. I ended mm. up staying up until, like, 3 in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, no, trade deadline is super fun. Yeah, I guess, do you guys want to start just talking about Brooklyn? Yeah. And then Brooklyn, blowing yeah, it up? Yeah, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn was the talk of the trade deadline. I mean, they freed Cam Thomas, so yeah. he's here to drop, like, 44 on, like, 30 shots every night. And, I mean, on a more serious note, they have, like, a core of very good role players with no stars, so... I don't know, build through the draft, but doesn't Houston own some of their picks or something from the Harden trade? I think three or four of them, yeah. Oh, yeah, build through the draft uh, might not be a possibility. Well, they they got a bunch of picks back from From uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. They got a ton of second-round picks back from Milwaukee. Mm. Uh, They got a pick back for the Kyrie trade with Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, build through the draft might be a possibility, but if you're banking on, like, picks from, like, 28 to 30, netting stars. Yeah, I don't know. Like, your team's led by Ben Simmons. Yeah. How far are you going to get? Ben, ben Simmons is actually the only player on that roster that's ever made the All-Star team. Fun that's fact. wild. How the mighty have fallen. Yep. I, I like Mikhail, but I really thought that, personally, if I was Sean Marks, I would have flipped Mikhail yesterday before the deadline after getting him, because... That's I heard, interesting. I heard that an anonymous team offered, yeah, offered uh, like four, three or four, four, first, four first round picks from Mikael Bridges. Bridges. I mean, he's a very good complimentary piece. I mean, complimenting who on the Nets roster, I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Cam Johnson, their best he's, friends. He's, yeah. He may be the best player on the Nets, Mikael Bridges. Yeah, I, yeah, either him. I mean, I can't say Thomas yet. He's played like three somewhat meaningful games yeah. as a starter that's that's the thing though because i feel like every once in a while a player just has like a linsanity run like that where you're like this guy's the future of the league and Cam then he Mania. just disappears yeah. i mean Mania i hope is crazy i hope he's good i hope he ends up playing at this level for longer i like him but like you can never really bank on that yeah i forgot where he went to school but some lsu i think lsu yeah because somebody somebody like tweeted like directly disproving the um the Linsanity or Cam Mania as Marco said. 
that he led the NCAA in total points, I think, at LSU one year. So he's been, like, stamped as a scorer. He just needs an opportunity. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully he could be good and, like, be one of the centerpieces of that Nets team because Lord knows Ben Simmons isn't getting over this oh, mental gosh. block. The, the problem with making Cam Thomas the focal one of the focal points of a team, though, is that he kind of belongs to the Jalen Green camp of literally not being able to do anything but score. Yeah. I mean, he shoots better than 38 from the floor, yeah. which puts him a little notch above the Jalen Green camp. I don't know. Speaking of Houston, they're horrible people for retrading for John Wall. Oh, after he was God. On, who was it? Theo Pinson's podcast? Yeah, I think so. Talking when about was... like <laughs> talking about how he hates Houston so much and how they have no direction and how Steven Silas is an asshole. He could retire right now. I think yeah, I think yeah, John, John Wall yeah, John Wall's played his last game. Yeah, done. John Wall's done. Like I felt bad I feel watching really bad. I I've watched one Clipper game this season. I felt bad watching John Wall run up and down the floor. I'm I'm a diehard Clippers fan, and I felt also very I bad think, for John Wall. I think Wall. what needs to happen, I think the Wizards need to, like, buy him out. I think he needs to retire a Wizard, and that's it. Yeah. He's done. Like, it's a, that's okay. That's what I've I'll seen. I'll take it. That's what I've seen all over Twitter, but, like, John Wall's just not, not like, the caliber of player who saw, who's going to be, like, the guy that they signed the ceremonial contract for. You know what I'm saying? Like, but also at the end did, of the day, he he's, like, a three-time okay. All-Star. He did kind of like redefine DC basketball culture a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he's kind of iconic yeah, those, around here. Yeah, yeah. Those, those those early mid twenty tens teams. Him, Beal, Gortat, the man, mm-hmm. um, Paul Pierce. Oh my God! I called game. <laughs> I called game. But yeah, those those Wizards teams were like. I mean, I won't say a staple in the East because they didn't do anything, but they were like a playoff mainstay at very least, and that's yeah. an improvement yeah. over the like, Arenas era. Like it's an improvement over basically anything. It, it was yeah. de- it was definitely something, but I'm just thinking in like twenty years, the name John Wall is just not really gonna carry any weight. I don't. I mean. I see a world where the Wizards retire his jersey. That's it, though. They probably do. Like, he was, like... I don't know. He was, like, a cultural mainstay in D.C. Like, his first introduction as a rookie where he did the Dougie for, like, 10 minutes when they were announcing him. It was, like, that's, like, one of the best videos ever. Like, just Mm -hmm. based off that, he's, like, a D.C. legend. And there just aren't great things that come out of D.C. sports very often. Yeah. Like, it's... Ovechkin. If yeah, and but, the twenty nineteen World Series, right? Yeah, but if I, yeah, but if yeah, I think I about saying, like, like baseball, like a couple years, if ago, I think about things really that are like iconic and like the culture of DC sports, it's the John Wall video, um, and then like the Nats baby shark thing that they did. That was so fun, <laughs> which isn't gonna stick around like John Wall did, but like I cannot yeah, I name another DC sports cultural sensation. Yeah, like that's so, the thing. Yeah, I feel I feel they're um I feel they're gonna retire. John yeah. Wall's number. I, I think... I think like, they bring him back to retire, and then that's it. Who, who do you guys think is the big winner of the trade deadline? Phoenix Suns. Yeah, you now have, like, a top 15 player ever on your roster. I mean, he has to finish MCL rehab, but mm-hmm. once he's back from that, and once Booker is back from his groin, like, they might run through the league. Yeah. I, I think I think Lakers... 
I don't want to say they saved their season because they, they kind of did. Yeah, but they're they're from hosting a play-in game. They're still about four or five games out, and yeah, there's crazy. like twenty-two to play. Mm-hmm. So Aren't I don't like know. Thirteen. Yeah, they're in thirteenth right that's now with wild. 22, 23, 24 games to play. Yeah. So I I don't want to say they saved their season, but they definitely improved. I, think I they saved I really... their future, if anything. Yeah, they saved next it? year. Yeah. yeah, I feel like D'Angelo Russell is a significant upgrade over, like, the corpse of Westbrook because, okay, he can shoot better. He can learn to take a back seat because I don't think he's arguing with touches with LeBron like Westbrook. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you're a former MVP, like, 10-time All-Star, 9-time All-NBA, whatever you are, but you're not that anymore. So you don't... I don't know. He it just That, that was never going to work because you put a ball-dominant guard with LeBron James who has to have the ball at all times to make an offense centered around him work. So what do we think about Russell Westbrook in Utah? That's a buyout waiting to happen. Yeah. I don't think anyone expects him to suit up for the Jazz ever. Yeah, no, because after what the fans did to him in that one playoff series with the Thunder and the Jazz. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, what happened? Somebody explain because I wasn't there. Some fan, like... I don't know what they said to him, but he told them he was going to kill him. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, either like kick his butt or kill him or something to that respect. Because they got in like a real verbal altercation and the fan was escorted Mm -hmm. out. And I think he he may have been banned. I don't know. But yeah, after Westbrook's history with Utah. I really don't think... I don't think he's going to play a game for them. No, he's uh, not going to play a game for them. But it's very ironic that they chose to, like, dump him off to Utah. And the other side yeah. of that trade, like, Conley in Minnesota isn't going to do anything better than Russell. Like, well, he's, he's did, you guys see, did you guys see the stuff about D'Lo and Rudy Gobert that came out this morning? Yeah, Rudy yeah. Gobert is the common denominator. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mitchell hates <laughs> you. Dude, I'm, I'm team Anthony, D'Lo. Yeah, I'm team D'Lo yeah, on that one. Yeah, Mitchell hates you. D'Angelo Russell hates you. Anthony Edwards isn't very fond of you. Like, what are you saying? Are you, like, peddling French racism in the locker room? And, like, Donovan Mitchell is one of the nicest guys in the league by, like, all accounts. Yeah, how does Mitchell dislike you? Yeah, yeah, there's something up with that guy. There's something suspicious going on. Yeah, that's that's French pretentiousness. Yeah, so I'm Team D'Lo, but, like, the Wolves, like, subreddit or whatever it got posted to, because I saw the Twitter screenshots. I didn't actually go on Reddit. Um, But they were all, like... They were blaming D'Lo, and I'm like, I really don't think it's his fault. I think you guys are in, like, Rudy Gobert, like, cope mode. Yeah, because that, that's, that's not a good trade. Like, mm-hmm. they got, they gave up a Durant package mm-hmm. for Gobert. And they haven't even moved Cat. so what's the point? I think Cat's gone this summer. Yeah. Carl good gone. for him. Yeah, yeah, Carl good Anthony Towns should move on. To where, I have no idea, but... Yeah. <sighs> I mean, like, hoping and praying on my knees to the Knicks, because we That's need, a possibility. Yeah, I, I see mean, it. I don't know. If we were to get Carl Anthony Towns, because we have no big man, like, to really, like, solidify yeah. the front court. I mean, I don't know how well Carl Anthony Towns and Randall would work, but I don't know. It, it's Carl Anthony Towns... But the Wolves situation is 
very strange. You have, I don't know, they want to build around Edwards, I assume, for the foreseeable future. And then you have, like, Gobert hogging up the paint so that Edwards, the slasher, can't do what he's best at. Yeah. And then, I don't know, that... That backcourt with him and Russell, I don't, I don't know how well that would have, could have, I mean, maybe should have worked. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, D'Lo just, he's a traffic cone on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's not much of a playmaker. He kind of just likes to do his own thing. He kind of mm-hmm. goes at his own pace, doesn't follow the rest of the, the, rest of the team's pace. I just, I just, yeah. I feel like it might be another case of, like, Rob Polinka hearing a name that was an MVP or was really good for a time some time ago and going that's that's our guy because that's literally how he constructed yeah. like the twenty I think it was last season's Lakers the twenty one twenty two Lakers he Carmelo just like heard Anthony. names yeah, and dude, put them Carm- together yeah dude Mello that he's he's been a disaster since Oklahoma City before then he was in Houston before that even worse in Houston that was after oh it was yeah he, he went from New York to OKC uh, and then yeah like as a Knicks fan I should know who they traded him to first I mean Houston wanted him to be with um Harden Mello and Harden is a nightmare yeah especially like just coming off the Knicks Mello he still thinks he's a star I don't know that would have been an even bigger disaster than OK3 quote unquote that was a that was an awful team. But, I don't know, speaking of Oklahoma City, they gave uh, Muscala to Boston, so now, I don't know. I mean, Mike Muscala isn't, like, a real needle mover, but, like, that only kind of solidifies my opinion that they're coming out of the East because you have a good bench big now. You have, obviously, Tatum and Brown. I'm surprised they didn't trade Grant Williams, because he was talking about like, yeah. oh, I want, I want fifteen to twenty mil a year, and he's having a down season. Like after being like the greatest player in NBA history last playoffs, and like out shooting Giannis in a game seven, yeah. now he's like back to same old Grant Williams. Did the Thunder get anything from the Celtics or was it just picks? Just two seconds. I have, oh my yeah, god, Sam Presti is a war criminal. I, I, I really thought the Thunder should have just swung for, not a, not like a MVP caliber player, but like a, like a good player to oh, add to that roster. And They did. Oh, they got Dario Sharic. Yeah! Oh my god. Um, I had to bring that up. <laughs> I had to. That was, that was a beautiful segue by us. Um... He's gonna. The vibes are good in OKC. Yeah, for Shea, listeners. Giddy, yeah. Dario Saric. For listeners at home, I'm doing okay. If anybody needs to like retire and go into exile, it's Pat Riley. What yeah. Is, what is Miami doing? Yeah. That's what a is sorry. Miami doing? Oh, they man. didn't. They made zero moves that trade line. I, trade They're waiting line, for trade deadlines. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Which is not the way you should operate. Yeah. No. Because who? Yeah. Who do they have to move though? Like Old Kyle Duncan Lowry. Robinson, yeah. Kyle Lowry's yeah. corpse. Yeah. yeah, dude, Kyle. I don't know. They don't only know have everything that they have movable is a negative asset. Yeah. yeah, you have to attach like every pick in the world to Robinson or Lowry. I don't know. 
I like, mean, the only thing I see happening with Lowry is Raptors take him back as a ceremonial thing and then release him into the ether and we never hear from him again. I think Lowry retires after this year. Actually, yeah. how, how much longer is left in his contract? I don't know. Wait, let me Google it. I think he's how got one he? more year because this is the second year of his contract right. with the Heat. How old is he? Isn't he's he like old. 34? He's 36. Oh, he's 36. Oh, he's 36. I, did, I thought I, I thought was shooting was, for 34. So I that's thought he weird. was so okay. much younger than he is. I'm like, how is he falling off this hard? But he's 36. Oh, I don't wow. know. The heat, the heat got him at a bad time. I mean, he was actually good. He should have. I think he just should have retired after, like, maybe not after the 2019, like, win, but he should have just done a little victory lap and then said goodbye. Yeah, because, okay, my, like, bubble memory yeah. is just awful. He was mm-hmm. on that 2020 final. I think Kyle team. Lowry was an all-star in 2020. Yeah. yeah no, 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 2021 on the Raptors still. Oh. He, went, he went to the Heat in 2021. Wait, did oh, he? Went he? To the oh. Heat in 2020. I think Lowry okay, I was still an all-star a, in 2021. He was an all-star in 2020. I know that. I think 2021. Oh, the only reason I know oh, that um, no, no. is because... I, I thought, yeah, I, I thought he was. That was Drogic. Yeah. That, that was their starting oh, he point guard. Goofy in too, but there was this. There's this video from the 2020 All Star Game of the introductions where I think it's Common that's introducing them um, with oh these really God. stupid raps Dude. and the the rhymes he does are just insane and I just watch it every time I need to giggle. So <laughs> I have that All Star lineup like memorized and everybody. Every that's time somebody so from funny, that doesn't make it as an All Star, I'm like, wait, what happened? So. <laughs> Yeah, you can imagine how I'm doing right now. But <laughs> should we do some final thoughts about the trade deadline? Is Are there any important things that we missed? Because we did go on a couple tangents. Clippers, yeah, Clippers got their guys. Not much, not much there. They got rid of John Wall. Unfortunately, yeah. got rid of Reggie Jackson. As much as I wanted them to keep him, he was it was time. Yeah, uh, they I got mean, Gordon Plumley and, and Highland. Bones Highland. He, oh, I don't know. I I, I watched Highland. like I watched a couple of like recaps or whatever for because i don't i don't really catch nuggets games but he looks good he like despite he's, being he's like really tiny good. and awful at defense he's been like, really good he looks good but the past couple of months he's been like horrible oh but he'll okay. i mean he's still 20 21 so yeah he'll i mean you bit. can cut a guy that young some slack he's yeah. like our age in the nba yeah how good could you possibly be doing uh, Josh Richardson to the Pelicans, love that move. Yeah, that's that's a slept on move. Jay Crowder to the Bucks, great move. That was funny though, because there were five second. <laughs> yeah, round dude, picks. how many times I I just yesterday I was just thinking about like what am I gonna talk about on this podcast? Just the the five second round pick thing that's was ridiculous. ridiculous. I just I saw it on Twitter like. Three or four trades so incorporated I have five just second round a picks. A quick question for you guys. Do you think the value of second round picks, like as players, is increasing or decreasing? Decreasing. That's I interesting. Think it's decreasing. Five for Crowder. Yeah, dude, because I don't know. But also, they're like really growing the game internationally and even in the US. Like more people are making it into the NBA or into the G League. Yeah. But that just means the top level of talent That's is, true. is growing. That's so. true. Yeah. So there's gonna be, I think there's gonna be fewer and fewer busts in the first round going yeah. forward. Yeah, and like people are gonna take flyers in the second. Yeah, you can like, I don't know, you can get it wrong less. I That's guess, true. Because you have mm-hmm. these guys who you know more about now because mm-hmm. media has obviously expanded. So I don't know. I don't think you'll ever have like an Anthony Bennett 
ever again. Like, you'll have disappointments. Like, you'll have a Ben Simmons. Sorry. Yeah, like, sorry about Ben Simmons. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't Or a Markel think... Fultz. You'll have one of those. No, but just, that was, that's yeah. like a crazy mental block. I mean, he's doing his thing in a way. We have to no, do he's, he's just one, one last thing about my process sixers. We have to talk about how, like, I don't know, nine out of ten process sixers have some sort of mental block after playing <laughs> under Brett Brown. Because that's yeah, something that's, I think about crazy. all the time. That's crazy. Wait, that's how actually he, so true. They all how have is he one. a Popovich protege? No, because like, Ben Simmons has one. Mark Hillfoltz has mental blocks. Yeah. He has a lot of mental blocks. He's getting over them, but yeah, or like, he's doing he, better. He, yeah, he's Dario doing has thing. multiple mental blocks. Um, JJ Reddick died. JJ Reddick, yeah. I mean, that was, that was more age. Just like, yeah, more age. Yeah, JJ Reddick died and resurrected as like how's, an elite how's NBA Robert Covington? Yeah. podcaster. He's the best out there. Yeah, he is. He's the best he guy. He, Marco, oh what about Robert Covington? Is he still like decent, or is he? Uh, does he have okay. a mental block? Because if have... he does, then like our theory is kind of correct. Yeah, Covington, Covington is just like. An enigma to me. Like he'll come in and look so good every time I see him play. He looks so good. No, he's he's on the Clippers. Oh, he's on the Clippers. He looks so good every time he plays, but he rarely plays. He's like pretty much out of the rotation. That's really how he was in the Sixers too. He would play so good, and the next night, like. Dandy. Absolute war criminal. Yeah, he was. So, he was a solid role player for like years. He is still a solid role player. Ty Lue just DMPs him for no reason. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's interesting that I mean not to be on the process Sixers subject, but the guys who either were, like, late picks or went undrafted are the better ones now. Mm-hmm. Like, if you name, like, solid either starter, or, like, I don't really know how these guys are doing anymore, but, like, if you name, like, solid starter role players in the NBA that were on the process Sixers, it's, like, Robert Covington, TJ McConnell. J.J. Redick was okay. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Redick, Pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, J.J. Redick wasn't undrafted or anything, but yeah, <laughs> he had a very good Sixers. career before yeah. the Sixers, but yeah. that's besides the point. Speaking of the Sixers, they finally dumped Matisse Thibel, which I'm so happy about. I did not like, like that man. He's like an all-defense first team. What <sighs> happened? Is he just that bad on offense? So, yeah, he, like, he was that bad on offense. Is he like the second coming of he's, Roberson? Yeah, yeah, he's really, he's horrible on offense. He's kind of just a liability. He's, he he's also, a gambler on defense. Too. Yeah. He also just became annoying after his rookie year. Like the vlogging and oh. then like the anti-vax stuff and losing oh, the series. He was the Raptors. Like two weeks ago, it came out that he is anti deodorant so he definitely smells like onions oh, and wet pennies because so think about oh it if you're a professional God. athlete and you're not wearing deodorant oh, and you're on the plane no. with this guy you're on the bus with this guy yeah. you're in the locker room with this yeah. guy Dave, Dave, Dave is requesting that trade this oh year. my God. Yeah. Dave, Dave, yeah, but yeah, yeah, speaking of Lillard he needs to run from the grind I'm sorry <laughs> it's time. Like, yeah, the Blazers uh, the Blazers were sellers purgatory <laughs> they were sellers at the deadline after all that dude Gary Payton uh, no, not 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 old Gary Payton, obviously, but yeah, Gary Payton the second. Um, he spent like how long in Portland? A week, two weeks. I mean, his yeah. first game was like three weeks ago in Portland. Mm-hmm. He was out for the whole year up until a few weeks ago. Damn. And so the played, Warriors. Yeah. So the Warriors let him go to Portland. He's mm-hmm. injured. And then they just trade back for him. They're like, you know what? How about how about y'all pay for his rehab and we can just like yeah. that's kind of fun. They, they functionally flipped Wiseman for him because they traded Wiseman. Oh yeah, and for the five pit, for Sadiq Bay and the Sadiq Bay for the picks and the picks for Gary oh. Payton. Oh my god! Do you think they could have mastermind or they should have kept Bay? I do. Cause oh, yeah, they should have kept Bay. Didn't he drop fifty? Well, Bay 
Bay recently has been in the no three, no D club, but um, mm-hmm. like he can't shoot and he doesn't defend anymore. What he's literally just like a mid range merchant. No, he's just running up and down the court. Mm-hmm. But oh. he'll he'll go for like thirty five every now and then. Like he's he's still there's still something there. He's just a role player. Yeah, yeah. I mean he he does have mm-hmm. decent promise so when i heard the warriors got him i'm like oh yeah that's a solid bench wing and then i got the other two notifications i'm like wasn't gary payton the second just a warrior yeah. but that's it's neither really here nor there i will I not saw, question like, joe lacob i saw the jersey swap of him and jordan Poole that happened the night before yeah, he got that was traded funny. and that's then there was a so there was a tweet that was like so what was all this for then with like a picture of the jersey swap it was so <laughs> funny it made me laugh like actually that's so dumb uh, I mean, yeah, speaking of Golden State, why is the Pacific Division, like, the greatest division of all time? You yeah. have the Fox and Sabonis Kings, mm-hmm. who are actually first in that division. Yeah, and, and two good. All-Stars. Two all-stars. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and here's their competition. Kawhi and Paul George Clippers, <laughs> KD Booker Paul Suns, like, basically last year's champion Warriors... Plus or minus, like, one guy. And then the LeBron Lakers. Like, you share a division with those four, like, on-paper powerhouses. And the Kings are in first. I mean, I called called them on-paper powerhouses because the Warriors have had a lot of injuries. And the The Lakers Lakers are the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers' struggles has been documented enough on many a podcast. I don't need to restate that. And then... The Clippers, I'm sorry to say, are just, yeah. like, the greatest theoretical team of all time. I hate it. Yeah. Like, if everybody was good and everybody yeah. wasn't injured and, like, yeah, everyone they would, lived they up to their potential, yeah, this would be wonderful. Yeah, they would have two rings by yeah. now if Kawhi didn't tear his ACL. And I think I'm saying this out of love because I love Kawhi. Yeah. So, and I, I love I Robert Covington. I love Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I'm done with his shenanigans. What? He's like yeah. an opposite Draymond Green. That's true. Like, you love him when he's not on your team, and you hate him when he's on your team. Like, That's every, interesting. Every Spurs fan I've talked to just hates Kawhi. Oh, wow. wow. Well, I know why they would. He, like... Yeah. 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 Uncle Dennis. <laughs> I... But, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the Suns, we have to see how they work. I mean, KD can play with literally anybody, so I assume yeah. that works. The only thing with the Suns... I mean, Booker's not getting double-teamed anymore. Yeah, so I spent four years in the Suns fandom doing things on the internet, and um, they traded their two best, like, solid starter or bench... Well, Nicole's not bench, not bench, but Cam Johnson could go bench. Like, they traded those two guys away. They traded Dario, who was their backup center. Um, like, it's... They're they're there. They're obviously gonna be really probably dominant. But like somebody gets injured, one of the dominoes like falls out of place. Everything just collapses. Yeah, that's I what think I, they're gonna be fine though. I think they're gonna be okay. But, I think, I think oh they're gonna God. pick up. They're gonna pick up one of those free agents. Like they're, they're gonna grab they're Marcus Cousins or something like that. Yeah. Just for oh. just for insurance, Ooh. like have that yeah, guy Katie sitting on the Cousins bench. back together. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I feel they did lose depth and losing a guy like bridges is obviously going to be a hit to your defense but i mean they replaced the shooting with yeah. kevin durant who's obviously a shooter so i don't know i mean you you probably will feel bridges absence when your perimeter defense gets like a little bit worse, but I mean, I don't know. I'm doing that KD trade, like yeah. I think yeah. any anybody yeah. would. Yeah, fifteen times out of ten. If you don't, you just 
like bridges too much. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, Suns easily the winner of the trade deadline, and I don't know who who do y'all who do y'all think is the loser? Heat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Miami. Or the Bulls. I say Blazers. Other like if we exclude well, the teams that didn't okay. do anything, I'm saying the Blazers. For yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. What what did the Blazers uh-huh. do? They got Thibel. They got Thibel. Cam Reddish, who's not an NBA player, a first yeah. round pick, and Dude. a couple seconds. And my Knicks with the pickup of the deadline. Josh I don't Hart. give a anything. That's I don't. Awesome. I don't give an expletive about KD. Josh Hart. And Jalen Brunson back together, Villanova, Knicks. They can get like, lunch with Mikael Bridges. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Bridges is in Brooklyn. The gang's back together. But, um, yeah, Hart, like the greatest rebounding two guard the league has ever seen. And, yeah, that's, that's a very good pickup for New York. Thank you so much for listening to Section 202. We'll see you next time.